Well, good day and welcome to Holding Fast. Great to have you in the podcast today. Thanks for tuning in and allowing me into your day. How is your anchor holding? Is it gripped firmly to the solid rock of the Word of God? Uh, I introduce the podcast every time, every episode with that, and it is a constant reminder, hopefully, for for you to help you to focus on what really is important in this world. Jeremiah says in chapter 23, and right around verse 12 and 13, he said, I have esteemed your words, the teachings of God. I have esteemed your words more than my necessary food. That's a startling statement when you think about it, that even the prophet Jeremiah was saying in a time when they didn't have all the scriptures that we have today, but he was saying that he valued God's word and what it does for him more than even that which most of our world finds to be necessary. Uh, But God's word is more necessary than your food. It's more necessary than your clothing. It's more necessary than your shelter. Anything else that you can think of. God's word is more essential because it is true that one day you're going to live somewhere forever without food, without clothing, without shelter. In other words, you're going to live somewhere forever. So make sure that you have an understanding of the Word of God and that you are obediently conforming to what it teaches because that will determine where your soul will spend all of eternity. Well, I'm going to return in this particular podcast to a topic that I had I began actually a, a, more than a week ago in terms of podcast timing. Uh, and that is I want to return to the topic of conflict resolution in a believing home. I'm going to spend probably the next two podcasts on this. I've gotten a lot of email response from it and uh, people really thinking about this situation in terms of their own personal investment in their home and their family, wanting their family. And I don't believe anybody would be any different than this. If you're a believing disciple of Jesus Christ, you want your family to be honoring to the Lord. Uh, You certainly want some measure of peace as well in your home. Uh, My design is in teaching this is that your home would be a little slice of heaven that you look forward to going to and not uh, trying to find any method you can to escape it and get out and, and distance yourself. So what we want is, is to develop homes that are pleasing to the Lord, number one. That ought to be our motivation for all that we do because we'll all stand before God one day and give an account for what he's entrusted to us. And certainly if you're married and you have children, you have a family, then that's where we have to put into practice the commands of God. So I want to return to that in the last podcast where I was where I was talking about this topic. We were spending I was spending some time talking about uh, a source sources of conflicts that happen in in any home, whether it's a Christian or not. But in particularly in a Christian home, there's going to be differences. Uh, as there are in unbelieving homes, differences because people are all different. Nobody's the same. There are different personalities, different individual uh, preferences, different tastes. Uh, and I mentioned I have three children and they couldn't be more different in many ways. In as many ways as they're the same, in many ways they're very different. That's normal. But if you're not careful, differences of opinion and preferences can be a source of conflict. And we need to avoid those things or at least be aware of how those are and deal with them in a scriptural way. Another source of conflicts can be offenses. Uh, Frequently in the course of working with people uh, that are in conflict, it comes down to this. 
Uh, the reality is that when you're living in the same home together, uh, the, the, in close proximity with another broken human being, conflict will often come. And it's usually because you've had a wrong response to what you thought somebody might have said, or you have an incomplete in, uh, piece of information that really gives you a slanted and wrong view of, of, of some uh, action that somebody did. Um, it's selfishness and pride, of course, being another cause of offense really does deteriorate a relationship to the point that, uh, as I mentioned to you, I've had people come and they're struggling with this to the point where it kind of comes to blows. Uh, they're first generation Christians and they never knew any other way of handling things, but to yell and scream it out or, uh, or duke it out some, in some cases, but to respond humbly and graciously to one another's disobedience is really the challenge for any Christian home that we would put into practice, that you would put into practice in your home, the ability to step off that crazy cycle of a merry-go-round where we respond to each other in ways that are not pleasing to the Lord. And it only snowballs. It only cascades, spirals down into failure uh, and gross sin in, in the, uh, in the home and in the relationships within the home. And so, God calls us to exercise biblical wisdom. The book of Proverbs gives us that biblical wisdom, uh, the tools to be able to make right choices and to guide our attitudes and our spirits. Proverbs 27, 6 says that faithful are the wounds of a friend, and that begins a path to conflict resolution. Proverbs 17, 27, he that hath knowledge spareth his words and a man of understanding is of an excellent spirit. Literally, you could even translate it this way. Whoever restrains his words has knowledge and he who has a cool spirit is a man of understanding. And of course, pride in our flesh are one of the primary components of conflict uh, and to, because the human heart is so desperately wicked, the book of Jeremiah tells us. And so James chapter 4 confirms this, as I mentioned in more detail in one of the last podcasts that I talked about this topic. But James chapter 4 really is literally says that quarrels, conflicts, and those kinds of inept communication uh, in which you find yourself in your home are really just the outworking of the deeds of our own fleshly lusts of our own brokenness as human beings. And so those things are very important that we understand that uh, just because you have a difference of opinion, just because you have a difference of preference, doesn't mean it has to break out into full-blown conflict, but just be aware that those things do precipitate oftentimes the verbal abuse and the arguing and the, uh, God forbid, physical abuse, but those things that go on even behind closed doors in Christian homes. Because let me tell you something, if you think that, all that those kinds of things only happen in unsaved homes, you're delusional. Because the fact is that uh, Christian people, uh, when they allow their flesh to overrule will frequently break down into living their life no different than what the unsaved world uh, does. So let me encourage you to give thought to that. So your goal becomes uh, denying your fleshly desires, because if you don't, you will have conflict in your home. If you want to successfully stop making it a battleground, 
You got to recognize your own flesh and its weakness. It's screaming for you to cave in to its yell, yelling demands to be fulfilled. And ask yourself, as 1 Corinthians 10, 24 says, let no man seek his own, but every man his neighbor. What am I demanding? What am I absolutely screaming that I have to have? You're going to have conflict. And in terms of your home, remember that a man or a woman who's engaged in conflict is focused on self, not on loving his or her spouse uh, and glorifying God. Love seeketh not its own. Well, I just want to end this by just reminding you or just actually instructing you that there are actually benefits of disagreements in your home. Disagreements, of course, don't need to turn into conflicts. Listen to me. This is this is stuff that's going to help you to live more glorifying to the Lord. There's actually blessing to be found when you work out your sanctification in your home. As a believer, when you're underneath the influence and the guiding direction of the Holy Spirit and the Word of God, um, there's actually blessing to be found. Broadly speaking, disagreements can be a beginning point to the development of real Christ-like love in your home. When you learn to appreciate your spouse despite the differences in opinions, a difference in viewpoints, you're actually growing in grace. I've gleaned information from Scott and uh, uh, um, from uh, Stuart Scott and from Bill Shannon of Association of B Certified Biblical Counselors, and they make some excellent suggestions that I want to include, but I want to make sure and give them credit. Uh, they actually give bullet points on this that I have uh, 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 taken and using used for using used for my own benefit in order to phrase it in in a way that's that's uh, succinct and to the point. Okay, here it is. Number one, let me suggest to you some of the benefits that can come because of disagreements in your home. Number one, they encourage you to search the scriptures. Psalm 119, verses 71 and 72, it is good, boy, this is a staggering phrase, it is good that I have been afflicted that I might learn thy statutes. One of the great blessings there is in going through times of disagreement is that, it that I have this encouragement to open my Bible and to ransack the scriptures, to search them out, to find out how I can learn to respond or how I should change uh, to make myself uh, conform to the teaching of the Word of God. Secondly, when you have disagreements, they can help you to think carefully about how and what you think or what you believe. Proverbs 15, 28, The heart of the righteous studieth to answer, but the mouth of the wicked poureth out evil things. It will deepen your prayer life. It'll cause you to be very contemplative, to be very, it's thought-provoking to think on, wait a minute, maybe I need to evaluate my own desire here. Is this something that is that is uh, uh, not in keeping with Scripture? Am I viewing this from the wrong uh, vantage point? And it will help you to be a little bit more guarded and careful about what you absolutely are dogmatic about and will go to the mat over 
It will help you when you do that. I'm going to close out this podcast and we will in the next podcast revisit or visit some more of these benefits of disagreements. So maybe you've had one lately in your home. Maybe you've had one lately with your spouse. Why don't you take that opportunity, this opportunity right now to say, Lord, uh, help me to know what your mind is on this. And then secondly, help me to know what I need to change if I'm in the wrong. God bless you. Walk with Christ today. Have a harmonious home. Tell your spouse you love him or her. And then hug your kids tight. God bless you. 